0: You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast with Sinan Schwarting and Khan (laughs) Bayazit. Go. Um <clears throat> welcome back, everybody. Episode 55 of the Black Eagles Podcast. I am your host, Xenon Schwarting, live from New York City, and I've got everyone's favorite co-host, Con Bayazid. How you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing great, Sinan, thank you. Um, you can you can hear the hype in Sinan's voice. He's really hyped I, for this. I, this is a this this is very much an impromptu episode. We were not planning to record today. I, I was I was hoping to record with you, Sinan, tomorrow, kind of to look back at the transfer window. You know, tomorrow, of course, as we are recording this on uh, the thirtieth, Thursday, on, on Wednesday evening. Uh, tomorrow, it's Thursday, it's deadline day, and I have to be honest, I was not expecting major movement anymore uh, when it comes to Bishikdash, Um after hearing some of uh, Shinald Gunesh's quotes yeah. earlier in the day. But lo and behold, a huge, 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 huge bomb has just dropped. And Sina, I'm going to let you do the honors, I'm going to let you sp- break the news to everyone, because The only person who's probably happier about this move in particular than I am is is probably you, Sam. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Folks, gather your your close ones around. You know the speaker that you're listening to this with. Get everyone you love close. Give them a little hug. (laughs) I've got great news. Shinji Kagawa has signed at the dotted line, or I probably should to be to be more factually correct, is signing on the dotted line as we speak to join Besiktas on a loan with an option to buy. And I'm gonna hand it over to Khan. get into specifics. But I do wanna highlight, it's a very friendly offer. It's the team, it's a very Besiktas friendly offer. Uh, but so everyone, round of applause to I think who was it was it uh, Gunner
1: I'm not taking part in the praising one person uh, politics that some journalists do to get uh, in good with those particular people so let's just say kudos to To whoever worked on the deal (laughs)
0: to whoever's in charge of of getting things done because also it's done under it's been done fully under the radar so Fener. Or even Galetta said I couldn't sneak in, or even Pashakshin here these days, we'd mentioned mention even that, yeah. uh, aren't sneaking in and, and stealing our guy at the last minute. They, they really pulled this one off in quiet.
1: I do have to say, I had been told about two weeks ago by someone I trust and someone who's given me news before and it's panned out more often than not, and, and he told me. They are working on something big, but they're not revealing the name. But at the time, even though he he has a good track record, it might not have even been two weeks ago. I don't remember. When did I record the episode with John? Because I remember I was in this hazy mind setting of oh everything is, is, is terrible and doom and gloom and all that so I was like ah, yeah right I, I don't buy it we're just going to end this window you know with a with it with, with you know basically on a flat note that's what I was thinking that's the mindset I was in so.
0: splurge in the last couple of days right like it was it had, yeah. I felt like in our group chat things had gotten quite doom and gloom um it was. There was just a sour think, taste in everyone's mouths because <clears throat> we all know that Gladstone. Like, I can't really afford these moves, but they're doing it, and they're mm-hmm. doing it again. And we know somehow they're not going to get in trouble for it, and they're going to win another title, maybe, it's, or or like challenge.
1: It's uh, yeah. It's it, it's a feeling of of injustice. Yeah, I think, yeah. um, because you and I don't want to get too much into this, but um, I think we're getting a little bit off topic of here. But I we think it, it it did put. And I mean, I. I it's, I think it's a form of, of course it's envy. I mean, mm-hmm, when we mm-hmm. were talking about Mbaya Diagne not so long ago, how he would be the ideal striker signing yeah. for anyone in the Turkish league, like Besiteş, Fenerbahçe, he would be the ideal candidate because he's the perfect age, he's he's in the, in the form of his life, all that. Uh, no major t- injury history, nothing like that. He's like the perfect signing, but financially it's just not realistic i think i even said that a couple of episodes ago this he isn't the, uh, a realistic target for any turkish club yeah. right now a and behold I think you
0: even said it would take at least 12 million euro <laughs> i think you even called the number somehow
1: i think i said around 13 and i I think it ended up being 12.8 that they ended up paying it's it's ridiculous um this cancer can't afford this we we i spoke with john about it you know a couple like last week or two weeks ago everyone who listens to this podcast probably listened to that episode unless you're new because you're japanese and you want to find out about shinji Kagawa. um but anyone else probably listened to it and these are black and white facts. Jan laid out one for one. Galtroi are not in a pos- not, not neither are we, neither are Fenabacci, but Galtrai are not in a position to make this move, yet they do it anyway. And for me, it's kind of a feeling like they're in a position where they're just gonna buy stuff, they're going to build a team now, a really good team, to go into the next couple of years, once that TFF deal is in place, they can't, they have no more wiggle room, they have no more movement space, but then they already have a really good team in place, which they can go off and, and, and you know win titles. And you know what, the Diagne deal is great for them financially, in the terms of, of wages, he's only going to earn like 2.3 million a year, it's fantastic yeah, for a top striker, that That's is. fantastic. Obviously, he, you know, he'll have to pan out um, but the, the wages aren't going to put them in any in any trouble, in my opinion. It's the it's the Metròlo deal yeah. that's going to probably uh, <laughs> do that. But anyway, this is this is not yeah, a we're gas, off right? topic. Off the good news <laughs> though doing? is that despite
0: um, those that those moves, we actually did pull something out of the uh, the old stocking.
1: Yeah, the rabbit's hood, uh, the rabbit out of the hood. Yeah, exactly. Hood, uh, Rabbit hats, out, out of the yeah. hat. Yeah, right. Or a hood, whatever. uh, (laughs) So let's get into these details now, right now. So earlier this week, news came out. Shinji Kagawa on his way to Monaco earlier today. Uh, It seemed like that was done and dusted, but uh, that... Deal did not go through. Shinji Kagawa did not join Monaco. Uh, that 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 deal, of course, uh, fell apart. And instead, now he will be joining Besiktas on a <laughs> six-month loan, as Sinan had already alluded to. And Besiktas will have a buyout option as well for only listen to this one point six million euros 1.6 million euros at the, at the start of this season we were talking about Shinji Kagawa and how his fee was around would be like six seven million and we were like "Ah, oh, should we should we fork it out should we fork it out and I think we were unanimously kind of in the, in the spirit of just 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 pay up just pay up now only six months later Bejstic have managed to strike this deal now listen to the financials Shinji Kagawa for the rest of the season, for the, the coming five to six months, 1.1 million euros. If this deal ends up being permanent, I, and I, I assume it's going to be an obligation to buy, not so much an option to buy, probably in a similar way that the Lige deal is constructed. Um, but if he stays permanently, 2.2 million euros. Um, when we were talking about Shinji Kagawa at the beginning of the season, we were talking about three and a half, four million a year. Now, this is almost half of that. Well, this is almost half of that 4 million we were talking about earlier, just a couple months earlier. 2.2 million, it's a lot of money. You know, we spoke about, I spoke with John about the, the, having to, do Bishdish have to implement a transfer ceiling, uh, sorry, a wage ceiling, a wage cap and he said yeah we definitely should and i think we we both kind of ended up on a number of 1 million should be the cap and maybe maybe an exception at 1.5 so obviously 2.2 is still way above that but I think it's still a great deal. I said it before with the Burak-Yilmaz thing as well. I think 2.2 for a good striker is a, is, is, is a good amount. Like I said just before, for Diagne, 2.3 is a good amount. Still, Beşiktaş have been cleaning house, lots of players have been going, a lot of the high wages have been going and, and the club has off, been offloading. I did a calculation, we started the season at a roughly 45 million wage budget. Next summer, that's almost cut in half, will be roughly around 27 million as it stands now. So that's that's almost 20 million less than at the start of the season. So that's also already pretty huge. Beshteche are are making those moves to get financially uh, a little bit more healthy. Um, But I think you have to, if you want to be successful sportively, you're going to have to make some exceptions for some players. Shinji Kagawa is turning 30 years old. He is not a long-term player in the sense of five, six years, but two to three, Mm -hmm. definitely. I think you can still build around him. You can build around him and Leic and Dorokhan and Ozan, whatever. I think you can build a good team around these core players. So for me, I think financially, it's a great deal. Maybe not given the club's financial situation. That's always a a difficult thing to, to judge, but just purely based for who is this player and what's his market value and all that kind of stuff I think financially this is a this is a great yeah, deal. Yeah, And
0: just to sort of slightly fact check you there. He is still 29 until sort of the middle of March. So uh you know for most yeah. of this season said, uh, this yeah. initial loan he'll actually be 29.
1: Yeah, I said he's turning 30.
0: He's not quite yet, but, you know. He's, he's got a little you know, once you reach thirty, yeah. you want, you don't want to you don't want to rush uh,
1: the birthday. The thing, the thing with a guy like Kagawa is he doesn't overly rely on his not physicality. All, yeah. He's not like he's not a speedster mm-hmm. or anything like that. He's a technical player, um, so he should age well. But of course, every human being is different, and some guys just completely you know some peacocks lose their feathers really early. Others keep them for a very long time. But let's hope that Shinji Kagawa can uh, can be that that special player for us. I I love them at the World Cup, and I I've always I've always liked Kagawa a lot, a lot. But at the World Cup, Japan at the World Cup, I just loved them as a team, and I, that's the kind of football I want to see Besiktas play. So I'm really hopeful that with the addition of Kagawa, we can maybe start evolving into that type of team uh for the for the coming coming years and maybe uh win some win some championships with uh with that but we'll have to wait and see of course on that front um but i think this is is, is huge news which we just had to record for, sure. for um and obviously we'll be doing an in-depth episode yeah. on shinji kagawa um, i've already reached out to to dan olowitz a friend of mine who uh works in japan uh, who is was a football journalist in Japan, and I believe he works for the Tokyo Times, which is uh He just got a. a he, he just got. I think it's the Tokyo Times. I might be uh, off on the city name, <laughs> but it's one of the biggest news papers in in, 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 in uh, Japan, I believe, and he works on their English version. Nice, or even if it maybe. Yeah. So but he used to work for a different company. Only just got that uh, got that uh, position I think at the beginning of the season, but uh I'm definitely looking forward to maybe have a chat with him. Uh, I'm going to reach out to one of my contacts at uh, Yoshikagawa. Uh, Yoshi, <laughs> Yoshikagawa. Yeah, I was No, not not Kagawa, Igawa. And I'm going to make me see if he'll if he'll wanna um, yeah, do his contribution to to a, to a future episode, but uh, well, I, I, what should we talk about? You know, I think financially, it's a great deal. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's really like I yeah. any sort of negative feelings you could have about a deal for Kagawa should be dispelled. A, oh, he's a big star player; he's going to command a huge salary. Apparently not. Okay, well, then he's going to command a huge transfer fee. Also, apparently not. Um, Oh, you know, he's getting old. Do you really want to commit to a guy like that long-term? We haven't. <laughs> We've actually committed to him on a, on a six-month loan with, and with the potential of yeah. him doing well, then we extend it. That's, it's just, I mean, everything about, and the extension is quite affordable. So it, it's actually, I said this earlier in the group chat, but I'm going to stand by it. You know, as, um, as thrilled as I am to, to see that Kagawa's coming in, I'm not shocked by it. You know, we have a tendency of picking up players who have um, been on the block before for a few windows. So that that's consistent yeah. with our ethos in general. What I am surprised by, even shocked given everything of late, even in the last couple of days, what I'm incredibly shocked by is the, the sheer competence of our board. This is a phenomenal deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's, like I said, they've cut off every angle with which you could criticize it. And despite our financial yeah. position and all the troubles we're in, you can vouch for this move as a, as a sensible one in almost every way. It's it's very impressive, Yeah,
1: <laughs> actually. And it's not even the case of, you know, maybe some people would say, well, why do you get Kagawa? You already have Leitch. But we discussed this at the start of the season. Leitch is just as good on the left as he is in the center. So this could just mean Lajic moves up to the left and Kagawa moves into the center and that replaces Ryan Babel. And
0: I don't care who you are, how negative you might be in general. If the prospect of a Kagawa, Lajic, Dorkan connection in the midfield there isn't exciting you, then you should probably find another sport or at the l- very least another team. Because <laughs> that's, I mean, I, I don't know what could be more exciting to contemplate honestly especially given how well Dorakhan's played of late like
1: uh, well, remember at the start of the season we we were even when 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 we were linked to both Kagawa and and and, Laij, and we were both in favor of Kagawa because we're biased towards Japanese <laughs> players um and and I have to say I have absolutely loved mm-hmm. Lige uh, as a player so i am very happy I mean, with how him. exciting is it that we have um,
0: both that's uh,
1: yeah but we were talking about that like oh it's probably not possible but imagine if you got both I, and now we do that little that
0: little <laughs> uh, gift that goes around you know where it's that little girl who's like why not both and then everyone picks her up and cheers uh it's that's <laughs> like seriously like who who could have even contemplated that when we were trying to pick between the one or the other uh, it's it's. Now, I,
1: I do want to place a little asterisk though Sinan because we're saying as we got him already he's coming to Istanbul mm-hmm. tomorrow and by the time that this episode is out he'll probably be in Istanbul um, but he still has to undergo a medical you never know Fair. might not pass the medical so you know. Last minute hitches, it, it can happen. The, the paperwork couldn't be in on time, and we register him too know. late. You know, like like Galtz, I Did a couple of years ago with uh, years ago with Grosskreis. So, and then they you know, never even everything, everything. Yeah, is, wow.
0: and it, yeah, for sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, let's let's like not everyone. Knock on wood. Collectively, like do your little, um yeah, whatever whatever you do to be uh what's the word i'm looking for superstitious you know you have the dirty socks you wear for matches put them on tonight (laughs) uh whatever it is that's gross i mean honestly grow up and stop wearing dirty socks but
1: now just one more thing i would like to point out though because you complimented the board on their sheer competence now i don't want to knock them i don't want to compliment them i just want to put this out there now maybe it's just a case of Monaco deal didn't go through and we are his last option and he's already been sitting on his butt for six months, he didn't want to sit on his butt for another six months, we've consistently gone after him, we've consistently shown him we want you and maybe he just maybe he just maybe he just uh, at this point was like "Ah, you know sod it i'm just gonna go for it and maybe it's just we got lucky that's possible um but like i said i i did get told a while back that there is something big brewing and that's a name you're keeping secret um now hey well
0: uh, you can't win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket and that's (laughs) that's like a recurring saying on the show for sure yeah well okay let's let's be like let's let's keep things moving. Because there's actually a bit of stuff Indeed, to talk about uh, today, which which like yeah, when we were like we're, yeah, we were just like we're gonna do a Kagawa sure. thing and then as we started talking about a pre-episode we realized there's actually a bit of news so let's do it all right so out with the old in with the new and so speaking of out with the old of course there's some official news as far as outgoing transfers and actually some money coming into the coffers yeah. Interestingly, more money coming into the coffers than we're putting out, or uh, than we're spending, <laughs> I, I should say, as a normal human being, um, on Shinji Kagawa. And yeah. that is a uh, three million in change that we're getting in exchange for Toll guy Arslan, who is officially out of here and going to Fenerbahce. And in mm-hmm. addition, the rumors that we are going to be exchanging him for another player in cash are not true. We are not getting generos directly. We are simply getting money, more money I suppose than we would have otherwise. So,
1: more money,
0: more money, less problems, hopefully. Khan, give give us some details there.
1: Um, so the numbers are not yet confirmed. Uh, Hubbard 1903 had it at three, but I've seen multiple sources report 3.2. Yeah. Uh, we had an exclusive yesterday, and we were also told 3.2 uh, there. So let's 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 put it on somewhere between three and 3.2 million euros for Tolgay Arslan Now, just to be clear, Shanner Uzbekly was initially part of the deal, but Beşiktaş could not come to terms with Shanner on a wage, which. You know, I have to say, I'm, I was a proponent of Shenar. I know you probably weren't Sinan. And I know a lot of people probably weren't because he hasn't been all that good at Fenerbahce. But it's a player that I've always liked when he plays on the pitch. Okay, he's had some un- unfortunate uh, unfortunate performances for Fenerbahce in the last 18 months or so. But I, I always kind of saw him as maybe the, the next Gokhan Gunnu. When he was at Bursa, when Fenerbahce initially signed him, I thought he was the the natural successor for Gokan. Um, And I was definitely a proponent of getting him, not so much as a starter, but I think I I thought he was going to be a good squad depth player for us on a not too high wage. Now, he was, I believe, on 1.5 million a year at, at Fenerbahce, which is a lot, but I knew that would not offer him that because he's got only six months left on his contract. I knew we were going to offer him somewhere between 900,000 and 1.2 million or something like that. Now, the lower end of that 900k, that would have been perfect in my opinion for a squad debt player. but unfortunately, or maybe not, uh, Shanner snubbed us. He said, no, I want to retain my wages at, at Ven- that I have currently at Fenerbahce, which is, I believe, 1.5 might be higher because he started at 1.5. So he might be up to 1.7 or 1.8 right now. I don't know. But come on, Schenner, be realistic, dude. Six months left on your contract. Who is going to match that wage? Fenerbahce are not extending your contract for that money. They're probably not extending your contract at all. Now, the only option he has is if Galtry are stupid enough to pay him 1.6, 1.5, 1.7 a year and, and sign him on a free in June. But okay, if they want to do that, by all means, guys, spend that money. But if 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 Galtrey don't pick him up, which club is gonna pick him up? Any Anatolian team are not going to pay him any more than eight hundred thousand a year, and that's on the high end of what he could get there. Trabzonspor aren't going to pay him one point five a year either. So to me, this is a little bit boneheaded from Shanner's perspective, but it's good for Besiktas because instead of getting two point five million, we're getting almost. Three point, we are getting almost three and a half now. Um, sh- a toll guy also left some wages on the table, somewhere between 300 and 400,000 euros. So, all in all, the total amount of, of money earned on this transfer for Bishiktesh is roughly three and a half million. Adding on top of that, Tolgay had signed a contract exp- extension not too long ago. A contract which would have kept him at the club until 2022, and he was, and in this new contract, he was earning 2.2 million euros a year. Now, hmm, Sinan, who else is going to get 2.2 million euros a year?
0: Someone a lot better, Khan. <laughs> Someone yeah. a lot better. That's all that needs to exactly. be
1: said. <laughs> so a, basically an international when,
0: star, Khan.
1: <laughs> so when Sinan said, out with the old, in with the new, um, I say good riddance to Tolgay Arslan. He's a player that, on his day, I always thought was an amazing footballer. Unfortunately, his day only came around twice, once or twice a year. He's not. He's he's not been consistent. Um, Look, he might go to Fenerbahce and he might do great things there. Great for them if he does. If he finds it in himself to finally get off his ass and start performing consistently, they've got a great player on their hands. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. If he does that, he's a fantastic player. However, I don't really believe in the fact that he would be that player if he would have stayed at us. I don't see it it happening. He's been at the club for, what, four or five years now yeah he's got he had a really nasty injury somewhere at the start of there um but he's never, yeah. he's never been consistent he's never been consistent for us we've heckled him on this podcast countless times this is not an opinion we are forming right now just because he joined the rival right. no this is a consistent opinion that both sinan and i share um so you know i'm happy with this guy being off the wage bill i'm happy with him being gone i wish him all the best in his future endeavors and of course i don't
0: while you, you know mention but his salary being the same as mm-hmm. mr toga arslan toga arslan people might sort of i i've noticed people over or i should say underestimate his age he's already yeah they do i think people a lot yeah. of people think he's still 26 or something like like as if he's still got room to develop that
1: you think he's a young player? Yeah. And but he's not. He's
0: literally a year, like a year younger than Shinji Kagawa, making the same amount. Yeah. Ugh, I can't even. I can't even talk about how how much of an upgrade that is. It's it's almost. It's like glaringly
1: obvious. O- obviously, they're they're different positions. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, Kagawa is more attacking than than Tolgay is. Um, but I think, you know, if you're if you have room in the wage bill for a 2.2 million player, and you have the choice of it being Shinji Kagawa or Tolgay Arslan. I think it's a no-brainer. You pick Tolga. Uh, yeah, really? <laughs> you do? You, <laughs> you 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 pick Kagawa. Yeah. Oh, that's my that's my subconscious betraying. What have me you there. done? No, no. Um, um yeah. no, it's definitely gonna be Kagawa for me. Okay, so, yeah. um, so let's move yeah, like on. like I said,
0: let's gracefully move on. While we're on the, the subject of outgoing transfers, there's another yeah. one, which has not come to fruition at least yet, but it's le- yeah. it's I I have to say it's looking a lot less likely. Senor Quaresma Ricardo. Quaresma. I think it's looking very
1: likely, though. What, what are, you, are you? Are you? Are you saying it's looking less likely that he'll leave? Yeah, or?
0: I, I would say. Oh, I,
1: I, you don't I, think so? I Think he's gone? You think, think he's gone? Good. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't rule it out, but I think that he's gone. Probably, I mean, it's a, I, at, I, I, at I,
0: this point, it's in the best. It's in everyone's best interest. You would assume, but
1: uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's difficult. For, uh, it's a difficult one. I, I think that there's this once. You know, I, I spoke about this earlier in the season with the with the whole Ryan Babel thing, where I had this. Te- remember my theory that they were putting stuff out there deliberately so fans would turn, turn against and, yeah, him yeah. and don't feel bad when he leaves. I I can't help but feel something like that's going on again. And of course, you know, Koreshma plays into that with his with his ridiculously stupid red cards. Yeah. Uh, poorly timed but, uh, I'm sorry I, I totally interrupted you and, and please finish your, your what you were going to say b- before I uh, rudely interrupted well
0: no yeah that was it actually it was just uh, supposedly initially there was talk about how his wife wanted to leave Turkey and go back to Portugal and then today Chanel uh, Gunesh in a press conference I think I'm not sure what yeah. there were a bunch of quotes that uh, came from him today so I can only assume it was a press conference which, by the way, those press conferences are now going to have double the amount of beat reporters, because there's going to be, a like, literally the amount that exists now will be met, if not exceeded, by the amount of Japanese reporters that will now <laughs> be following the team around. <laughs> uh, so get ready for that, club. I hope you can accommodate them all uh, conveniently. But yeah, uh, in that press conference, it was said that a totally new story, by the way, It was was uh, announced that it was more to do with his wages and that the club wanted to shed his – does he, does, does he yeah, have the biggest
1: that's... wages on the club now? No, he does. He's he's earning 2.1 a not, year, yeah, the same crazy. as Ryan Bobble was making. Um, but I think Sheddle kind of made the point of – we because there were some talks about Serdar Aziz, who has in, has in the meantime joined Fenerbahce as well, by the way. I always wanted to point that out as well. Uh, but uh, Channel made that example of, you, you know, they, they'd be willing to give Serdar two million, but then why do you push Ryan Babel and Kwarejma out? So I think the the narrative that I got from what Channel was saying earlier is is really that the the club was kind of pushing him out, yeah. for and that, 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 that it was definitely a financial dispute. I would like to put that feather on my cap, by <laughs> the way. I think it was last week or so when this whole his wife is unhappy crap came out that I totally shot it down on Twitter. I said, "This this Doesn't does not make up. sense." Con
0: the seer. It does. It's not... another one. You you called. I'm sorry. You no, called Diany's fee correctly, and now that you're, you're <laughs> on a roll, man. And Kagawa, but you didn't it's... see. You should have. Uh, you should have spilled the beans, man.
1: <laughs> I didn't know it was. Kagawa. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know the name. I didn't know. So I'm not gonna act like I knew. I, I didn't. I, I, I was told. Just uh,
0: uh, someone big.
1: I was just told that that the name is being kept secret, and I, I was told by a couple of people, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, um, back to the topic. I, I, just for me, the Quarrejma thing, the story that was being, the narrative that was being pushed out there, just did not add up. It made no sense. You have to th- you have to think about it. This guy has been living in Turkey off and on for about six years. His kids go to school here. That. His kids have his grown wife. up
0: here for the most part, you know. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know how old Ricky is. He must be like six or seven. I mean, he 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 lived like the like fifty percent of his life. He lived more, here, yeah. and sudden and and suddenly out of nowhere, suddenly his wife doesn't want to live in Turkey anymore and wants to move away ah come on that doesn't add up it's just, it's just no like you don't have to be a seer to to read that as bullshit Plus, the problems
0: in and turkey right now are not political. i mean of course they, they yeah, are kind of political just, in nature but really like what yeah, people are experiencing are financial problems now this dude's getting paid in euros but he's buying things locally with with the, the lira that's going down on, Marketly, yeah. he's yeah. probably living like they're living it up you'd imagine you know as far as what their money can do yeah
1: well I mean like I said it like I said on Twitter uh, my theory was that he's I, I did not dispute the fact that he wanted to leave because I can perfectly see that because there's been rumors of not players not getting paid properly for months and, and and we remember the whole Pippa thing. There was this whole story of his father is sick, so he wanted to go back to Portugal. Now I don't know, I don't know if Pippa's dad even lives in Portugal. He's Brazilian. <laughs> That's you know? so funny. I mean, <coughs> he, yeah, he, he plays for Portugal, but he's an, he's a, he's a Brazilian by by birth. I don't know if his dad lives in, in in Portugal or not. But I haven't heard anything since about his dad being sick. That was just something that was being put out there in, in the Turkish media. Uh, to me, it, it just it, none of it adds yeah. up. Well, plus, um, I mean,
0: Şenol Gunesh really did kind of poo-poo on that whole construct. <laughs> just, yeah. I don't know if that was an accident. If yeah. they didn't calibrate, you know, the front office and manager, but whatever it was. Ah, uh,
1: I think it was just uh, channel venting. And I, I, I the, the thing I have at this point with my with how I feel about channel it's kind of weird because. I'm on one side when he's saying these types of things I'm like yeah you tell him Chanel you put you air that dirty laundry you, you don't you've had you've had you've to you've had to take enough crap just just air it all but then he goes and says other stuff where I'm like oh my doing? god yeah. are you are you are you literally growing s- s- like are you losing yeah. it and I don't mean that disrespectfully because for anyone who's had a family member like a grandma or a grandpa or whatever that I have, my grandma literally—I saw her deteriorate same, yeah, in front of my same. eyes over over the over a couple of years' time. It went super quick. She was like crystal clear when she was 79, and by the t- time she was 82, she was completely demented and didn't recognize anyone. Oh, yeah, anymore. I mean she had
0: dementia. Yeah, exactly. okay.
1: You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, she's only 65 years old, so that's not very likely. But. I don't know, sometimes I really question things when I, when some of his decisions, some of the things he says, like today he comes out and he's like, uh, it's too late to make transfers, I don't want any transfers anymore.
0: Yeah, like, I couldn't bring them into what the team What are you properly? talking about? Ooh, but the team is what, underperforming what kind of so much, how can you say that?
1: Yeah, and then and then he said, "Well, they, they 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 sold Babel, and and Quaresma is going, and you know, I think we were playing that the, the the style we were playing was good. Now we're going to have to change." And then we don't what need the,
0: players. What? Like, like, what, you, what? <laughs>
1: what? What? What is he yeah. talking about? I mean, this the, the the style that we've been playing for the last one and a half year has not been exactly. working, and he says it was good. He was, I mean, uh, it's like, yeah, anyway. Okay, let's move
0: on. And while we're on the subject of his press conference, another thing he said, and I, I'm going to throw this in there as one of the things I don't like, is that Orcon is not coming back. Orkan Chinar is not coming back. He's simply yeah. not good enough. Now, our source, mm. our, our scout, the podcast, Emrah, <laughs> who's actually been on the show, he came out and said fairly explicitly that it's almost impossible to judge how Orkan Chinar has been playing because his team, Adana Demir score, has been so bad that you mm. can't really look at anyone's and it's almost like in a lot of ways when we were struggling with our podcast mm. when Betchitas was in such poor form, because what do you talk about when it's the same thing every week, right? And I think that's like that yeah. times ten perhaps with, with Adana Demir. But you
1: do I do want to point out though, I mean we've been playing some poor football, but you st- Cream always rises to the top though, you see that with Dorokhan, you see that even with Laich. I mean, we haven't seen the best Laich, I think, but you can see that he is a special player. And I think we see it with Dorokhan too, so I do have to say, I've spoken to Emre about this over the past couple of weeks, months, like how's Orkan doing? And at no time at no point did I have the impression that he was any any that he was impressed with him. And he watches all the Adana Demirspor fans because he is from Adana, so you know, for me it's kind of like, yeah, if you can't really stand out at Donna Dimir sport, then how do you expect to, you know, earn a place in the first team with Besiktas? Yeah. I mean, um, so, yeah. I, I I kind of follow Shenil Gunish's logic there, I think. The thing he said was he isn't good enough right now, he needs to improve. I don't think that's necessarily saying he'll never be good right. enough. I think that's clearly keeping the door open for him to, to come into the team later in his career but he just has to go on the loan spell and do really well and develop and I think he needs to grab these types of opportunities like I've done in Demersport and it's unfortunate for him that of course they're not in a great position and they're not playing great and but maybe that his he just needs to make is the best of it.
0: Aired, uh, so publicly perhaps but
1: yeah I think I think that some of the things that like I said like some of the stuff that channel guest says is he shouldn't be saying stuff like that like for example he had this statement about uh he was asked about muhair uh Oktay, and he asked what type of player is he how do you like it? and he said well he's a really great talent he's very similar to adam and orsan um but he probably won't be playing a lot because he you know he's just not at that level yet um but then he said something about dorokhan being uh, a very simplistic player uh, but he plays great or something like that but uh, the translation is that I'm making it a little bit rough it, it, it could be interpreted a little bit more uh, degrading when you read it in Turkish so a lot I I know that the channel has a very specific and special way with words but a lot of native Turkish speakers that read that quote were like what is he saying about Dora how dare he and they were completely yeah. they were they were completely um uh, just, just yeah, baffled by well, the, the actually, statements. Even though I <clears throat> I'm don't... gonna
0: like another thing yeah. you didn't mention is that he said, basically mm-hmm. about Muhayer that uh, he's he's kind of redundant because of Adem Ljajic and Ozan, and that a player of his ability, if he was a stopper, would probably be having more time in the mm-hmm. starting eleven. Yeah. Which, okay, fine, yeah, we have more of a need yeah. in the back, but how can okay, Ozan has been a ghost and has not even earned. Like he hasn't even come in as a sub in some games. Like it's hard for me to imagine how you could claim that there's a redundancy in a position that we clearly have a need in. So I didn't get that at all. Uh, A little bit, you know, maybe I think slightly. um, I think it's just more of a. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but I, I think he did. He did say in the first eleven. So I think that the, his point was more like, look, Muhair isn't going to be a starting player no, fair right enough. now. but still. But like, it seems to, to say I, that the redundancy I,
0: I, of Ozan. Like, he doesn't seem to think Ozan's good enough for the starting eleven either. You know.
1: Which I mean, maybe I'm nitpicking. Yeah, but that's form based. I don't. I don't think he thinks. I, you know, I know, we're reading a lot yeah, into exactly. this right now, but I don't think he thinks Olsan isn't good enough. I think he thinks san is just not in a good mm. form, um, which is the case. But I, I think with Muhyar, I, I would interpret that quite positively. Actually, uh, what he said I, I, that does make me a little hopeful for the kid's future at the club. Uh, I think it's it's a. Yeah, I, I, I interpreted that in a positive way. But it's, it's so difficult with these quotes sometimes. You know, you don't know, you don't hear the inflections and all that kind of stuff. So, sure. uh, yeah, it's a little difficult, of course.
0: Well, so let's move on to our last point in this short little not-so-short episode. Um, and it's a, it's a rumor. It's a, it's a rumor with some backing, fairly concrete rumor, although I would imagine it has a lot to do with... Uh, the future of Quaresma with this club, and with that being perhaps more in depth, we'll see. But supposedly we have a young man in the the form of Ingié, who's coming from Marseille, I believe, right?
1: Yeah, Clinton N'Gie. Clinton
0: N'Gie. Yeah, I forgot his first name. Uh, I shouldn't have. It's it's a fairly memorable one, actually. Clinton N'Gie was rumored for the last week, and those rumors got more and more concrete as the week progressed yeah but now perhaps they've stalled because things with charisma have stalled or uh i I don't know He's, he's 25 so you know not a bad age but you know he hasn't really stood out i haven't heard a lot of positive comments about him in my like light research yeah
1: it's uh it comes across like he's kind of uh and i think uh i think Özcan, uh john uh of course has been on the podcast before i think he kind of phrased it as such as he's marseille's pectemic <laughs> in the sense of he's the he's the player that all of their fans want to be gone uh that, that, so the pectemic of the the previous couple of seasons because i think a lot of fans have kind of um Sweetened on uh, Mustafa yeah, come the last couple him. of months, yeah. Um, and then you know, just the thing with Mustafa is he's not a bad player. Just he makes way too much money. I think if he was making half of what he's making, everyone would love Down, like, him. And like
0: too, too many injuries, um, perhaps. You know, I think every time he's gotten a little momentum, he's yeah, messed yeah, up by for something. Sure.
1: Hold- Although he's 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 not had a serious injury in a couple of years now, so uh, he does seem to get injured quite often. But anyway, it's not of stuff I like to make yeah. episode. Well, and he uh, hasn't played <laughs> much though in that time, well,
0: at least not with us. So. But anyway, yeah, let's not overfocus on that. Uh, but so Clinton and Ga. Yeah. Basically, you know, all we can really say about him at this stage is that if news about Quaresma starts to trickle in that he's in fact leaving you can probably anticipate a move for him for India although mm-hmm. again yeah. like Chanel Gunesh wish. has said directly he doesn't really want new guys in although that was right before <laughs> we got news for, about Shinji Kagawa so I, I don't know what we're supposed to believe at this
1: point uh... Generally reliable. Uh, this this reporter is generally reliable and has been on the money this window. Ertan Suzgun, he said that Kagawa is the last thing Bistech are going to do on the market. He, that's it. That's it for Bistech. So uh, it, it's very well possible that we're not doing anything anymore. Now, I was told that there might still be a surprise coming. I don't know if that has now changed with the Kagawa transfer or not. Okay. Um, so we might still get a surprise tomorrow. It's a name that was already mentioned in the past couple of weeks. Huh. Um, but I, I can't reveal it. But uh, I don't think the NJ thing will happen. But it might. I don't know. Um, Probably a
0: right back. I do I'm going to go s- with Karsdorp.
1: No, 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 no! Please okay. don't say. It. Don't make me. Don't make okay, me say it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, this was, by the way, Emrah who told me this. I don't want to. I don't want I I to betray his confidence because he, he, he was asked not to tell. Fair so enough. fair um, enough. But, but but he was right about tall guys. So anyway. um... <laughs> Uh, what was I doing? What was I talking about? Uh, maybe spilled too much blood. No, it's all, right, it's all right. It's all right. No, we didn't.
0: We didn't say anything. Uh, but the so, NGA no. is probably so, not happening. It sounds like
1: it's not. It's not NGA. That I'll I'll tell you. I'll say that okay. much. It's just so it, if it happens. Uh. It's pro- yeah. It's probably related to a certain agent that's been in the news uh, as well, linked with Vistish in the co- last couple of weeks. Um, former basketball player.
0: But anyway. Okay, now you're going <laughs> too far, Khan. Okay.
1: Okay, maybe cut that.
0: Out. <laughs> no, no, that's all right. Let's. I think that's tantalizing enough. But let's take it out. Yeah. Let's take us out, Con, because we're gonna have another episode very soon, and again, I'll preview this coming match. Uh, it, it's Monday. Against Antalya Sport, in Antalya. 11 a.m. here, Difficult so I believe game. that's a 5 p.m. match mm-hmm. there.
1: No Burak Yilmaz, maybe Shinji Kagawa. I mean, he'll be he'll have his license by then, because uh, he'll have to be issued it tomorrow. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> is Shenol Gunnar gonna start Shinji Kagawa in his first match? What do you think?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, as much as I'd love if he did, we know Shenol's track record.
1: Yeah, but he doesn't have a lot he of doesn't. other options, no, I mean, does he? I,
0: I really hope he does. Um, I hope so, too. And he, he might Laij, have a choice. Laij, Kagawa, Lens. It could be our saving grace. Oh, my God. Light Kagawa, Lens, so and Juven up top. <laughs> <We> have <Kikawa.
1: laughs> It's probably going to be an hour. Take um, out, So okay. we'll see you guys yeah, after for-
0: the match on Monday, right?
1: um yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna try and see to do a kagawa episode really soon I, I'm gonna try and schedule it somewhere to get it out as quick as possible uh we'll so we'll we'll, we'll see uh when that comes out but um yeah I think the next one will be on Monday uh, hopefully after we win we need those three points but uh for for us for today that's gonna be it lots of exciting news People, please uh, drop us a like. Uh, drop us a follow. Drop the, the the podcast account a follow on Twitter, Eagles underscore podcast. And more importantly, give us a review on iTunes on whatever platform you're listening to that that enables the possibility of giving reviews. Please drop us a five star review on iTunes. Especially uh, it would help us Got out any a lot. Japanese brand.
0: Tell them about the podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> tell, tell them about the podcast. Tell them about Shinji Kagawa. Um, this could be Bishdesh's opportunity to make inroads in Japan. So, this is really huge, people. Um, don't underestimate it. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know what else I have to say. Follow Sinan. Follow myself. Follow Bishdesh International at Bishdesh underscore int. Follow Sinan at sir underscore rights underscore a lot. And uh, follow me at Rosarian R A double Z E R. I A N. Um, all of those handles will also be in the, the podcast description. Um, so that's it for me for today. See you on TikTok. Uh,
0: just one real quick asterisk there. Uh, actually, the match against Untie us for is on Sunday at 11 a.m. here, 5 p.m. there. So <laughs> I just wanted to make sure people didn't miss the game because of me. But with that said, of course, and today, mm, I mean, I guess really the same as every other day. Go, go Bajic <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: And and, and go, Shinodanish. Okay. Go, Shinji Kagawa.
0: Oh, get on an airplane, Shinji. Come to Bajic <laughs> That's not that's not expected anymore. That's, that's like a
1: deliberate like directive. <laughs> Come. Okay, Come. to Bajic Dash! Exclamation mark.
0: Like, soon that I can kind of image of you coming to the podcast. I don't know if you guys see those nice little things I know. Uh, any uh, anything. Uh, Alright. See you man.
1: Bishikdash International hopes you enjoyed this program.